Welcome to Dodgers Daily. I'm Casey Porter. I'm so glad that you decided to tune in. We have a lot of action to talk about in the system last night. The Los Angeles Dodgers at the top. They dropped 8-3 to to the Cleveland Guardians. They've been struggling to play offense the last five games. Oklahoma City at the AAA level, they lost. And then below the, the AA level and below, all those teams won. AA Tulsa won their game. Great Lakes won. And Rancho won. So mixed bag. But, hey, like I always say, if you have a mixed bag, you always want the wins at the highest levels. The Dodgers did not get that last night. So a little bit disappointing night last night. But, hey, one of the great things about baseball is you get to wake up the next day and do it all again. So lots to talk about. But before we get into it, just a reminder, we are open for business. If you have a business or if you would like to sponsor Dodgers Daily, dodgersdaily.net, the podcast, the, the webpage, any of the social media platforms, just DM me, leave a comment and or email me at dodgersdaily73 at gmail.com. Don't forget to interact with this video. Give it a like, give it a share, give it a comment. Make sure your notifications are turned on. Okay, Bobby Miller versus Noah Syndergaard last night. It was interesting to see Noah Syndergaard back against the Dodgers, and that was an interesting setup. It was interesting, always, uh, always interesting, I should say, to see the rookie Bobby Miller pitch. He, was, he gave good distance last night and what I think was a really good performance for him as well, although he gave up the four runs. So, a lot to chew on, lots to talk about, so let's not waste any more time. Let's talk Dodgers baseball. So the Dodgers lose 8-3 to last night to drop to 76-48 and on the season. But, hey, they are 8-2 and still in the last 10 games. They've been the best team in baseball since about halfway through June. They have been fantastic. You're going to have ups and downs as the season goes. This is a little bit of a down patch in the last five games. We'll talk a little bit more about that. But for the offense the last five games, averaging just a little bit over two runs per game. So, hey, a little bit of a down patch. But you still are 8-2 and two in your last 10. You've been playing great baseball for a long time now. Hey, the D-backs, they have started turning it on. Again, they are 8-2 and two in their last 10 games. They've actually leapfrogged the Giants for second place. They are 11 and a half game ba- uh, games back. The Giants are 12 games back. And the Padres, 17 and a half. So the D-backs are six games over the Padres for that wild card spot. The Giants are five and a half over the Padres for that wild card spot. So, you know, hey. That situation there, the D-backs starting to play good baseball again. We'll see how that goes. So the offense, okay, I mentioned last five games, 13 runs. That's just two, a little bit over two and a half runs per game. So it's one of those deals to where, you know, we saw last night, we saw the Will Smith home run. We did see the rally where where Mookie Betts got the single and Freddie Freeman drove him in. But the offense has been a little bit stagnant last five games. And like I said, as you go through a long season, you're going to have patches to where you're playing great. You're going to have patches to where you're not playing quite as great. This is certainly one of those patches to where you're not scoring quite as many runs, just 2.6 per game in the last five. So you need to really rely on that pitching that has been stressful. You know, not exactly sure who all the relievers are. You know, who's the starting rotation going to be? You know, Tony Gonsolin just got put on the IL probably for the entire year. So there are some questions. It's amazing the Dodgers are, you know, set up to win close to 100 games. I don't think I don't think I've ever seen a team 
that's going to win their division, you know, that, that stands to win their division by 10 games or more and, uh, and wins almost 100 games that has this many question marks going into the postseason. So it's just been a fascinating team to follow all year. Will Smith, offensively, he got the party started with his home run uh, that he hit early in the game. And Will Smith, he hit home run number 16 of 2023, the best offensive catcher in the game of baseball. Will Smith has hits in three of his last four games. He's hitting 274. Will Smith is with an OPS of 835 on the season, and he's 281 in his last 30 games. So that's big. I wanted to mention that because – I had talked a couple of times about Will Smith possibly wearing down with the, the season Austin Barnes has had, the way that he has struggled offensively. Will Smith maybe possibly having to catch too much. That hasn't been the case. Will Smith is not wearing down as the 281 in his last 30 games would suggest. So that is a great sign that you want to see for the Dodgers, that, that Smith is still kicking strong and still doing great offensively. Okay, Will Smith leads all qualified catchers in the major leagues in OPS at 835, in on-base percentage at 371, in RBIs at 63, and he's second in batting average at 275, and he's tied for third in home runs with 16. So like I said, Will Smith, my opinion, best catcher in baseball, best offensive catcher in baseball, definitely. So, hey, he hit the home run last night, and he has been playing good baseball for the last month. Well, for the last however many years, but specifically for the last month, and I was really interested to see how that would go, just to see how the grind was going to wear on him. Okay, so one run in the third inning, Mookie Betts got the single. Freddie Freeman drove him in. Another thing about Mookie Betts, he had two hits, and he had two stolen bases, played two different positions. You just can't say enough about how good uh, Mookie Betts is and how good that one-two combo of Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman simply has been. Mookie Betts had two hits, like I said, two stolen bases, scored twice. He extended his hit streak to 10 games, so Mookie Betts now has a 10-game hit streak. Mookie Betts is hitting... 300 OPS 995 and he had seven multi-hit games in his last nine games played try that on for size I'm going to say that again seven multi-hit games in his last nine games played for Mookie Betts and he has 17 for his last 33 this is major league pitching okay 17 for his last 33 with three doubles nine three home runs nine RBIs 10 runs scored wow that, that is incredible for Mookie Betts. He is worth every penny you play him. The multiple positions, stolen bases, home runs, base hits, RBIs, you name it. Freddie Freeman's hitting 332, OPS 982, the best one-two combo in baseball. Freeman is third in the National League in average with this 332 average. He's third in the National League in OPS at 982 he is sixth in the national league in rbis with 84 and he is 17th in the national league in home runs with his 23 home runs so like i said freddie freeman just an unbelievable player Uh, mookie Betts, unbelievable player best one two combo in the game okay so noah Syndergaard, that was kind of a neat side story to last night's game should the dodgers have kept noah Syndergaard, they got rid of him that kind of thing you know especially with tony gonsolin Going on the shelf, the numbers would say that the Dodgers made probably the right decision there 
Although Syndergaard has been better since he has got since he has moved over to Cleveland, his ERA with the Guardians has been 4.94, and his WHIP, but his WHIP has been 132. He's averaged four and a half innings, so it's not like he's been a big innings eater. It's not like he's been fantastic. You know, I think if he if he had averaged maybe six innings in all of his outings with Cleveland with that four and a half ERA. I would say the Dodgers fans would say that was the exact Noah Syndergaard they were hoping they would get at the bottom level as far as the production they would have gotten from him probably as a fifth starter, which is what he was going to be most likely penciled in as. Okay, so four and a half innings, um, you know, not a tremendous innings eater there, 495 ERA. So he has improved since he went to Cleveland, but hey, the Dodgers – you know, with Bobby Miller and all these guys, you know, you do what you do, and I think still that they made the right decision there. Bobby Miller, he was electric last night. He did give up the four runs. I understand all that. But, you know, his stuff, you know, 6.1 innings. I like the fact that 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 Doc, you know, hey, when you have these big leads, I've talked about a manager being able to kind of manage to the big picture. Doc trying to stretch him into that seventh inning last night. He's done that a couple of times with Bobby Miller. It hasn't worked out going into that seventh inning, but I like the fact that Doc is showing Bobby Miller the confidence to let him go out there and try to finish. Because I've said it a couple of times, when your starter can go that seven, all you have to do is, is bridge one guy to get to Evan Phillips. That makes things pretty darn easy. So 6.1 innings for Bobby Miller. Four runs, five strikeouts, just one walk. So the the strikeouts to walks were very good last night. The length was very good for Bobby Miller, and he was oh so close to, you know, not giving up the four runs, which I've said many different times. If the Dodgers have a starter that goes at least six innings, gives up four runs or less, this offense should be good enough to win games. It was not last night, but I think on the long run, it would be in that scenario. This is just one of those patches, like I mentioned earlier. The offense isn't scoring quite as many runs. ERA on the year for Bobby Miller, 386. So it has been an extremely successful freshman campaign. For the hard throwing right hander, seven and a uh, seven and three on the season. Okay, and check this out. So not only did does the record look good, not only is the ERA good, he's gone at least six innings and in four of his last six outings, and he's gone at least six and seven of his last fifteen outings. He's gone at least five innings uh in five of his last six outings and in thirteen of his fifteen starts. So he's provided good length. For the Dodgers, better length than Noah Syndergaard's given. So if you want to compare Bobby Miller in that number five spot to Noah Syndergaard, which before, you know, if everybody was healthy, would be the comparison there. No no doubt about it, Bobby Miller has been substantially better than Noah Syndergaard as far as giving innings pitched, as far as ERA, as far as stuff, as far as all that. So if, if the decision was Bobby Miller versus Noah Syndergaard, that has been an easy one, Bobby Miller has easily been the best pitcher. Four seam last night hit 100.8. It averaged 97.4. The spin rate got as high as 26.04. That's some of the best spin rate of any pitcher in the game. That is unbelievable. Anything over 2,300 is very good. 26.04 is just insane for Bobby Miller. And by the way, he was able to throw that, that four seam with that velo, with that spin rate, 
for a strike 60% of the time. His curveball he threw for a strike 62% of the time. And it had a an amount of vertical drop that was absolutely insane. In zone 65% of the time. That is an insanely effective pitch when you're able to create that much movement. Off of the 100-mile-an-hour velo, that much movement, and in the zone that many times, that's very effective. His slider touched 91.5, and it had 39 inches of vertical drop to it. So 91.5, 39 inches of vertical drop. It was in the zone 50% of the time. So three pitches in the zone 50% of the time. Very good for Bobby Miller. Did give up the four runs, but hey, you know, got you know got stretched into the seventh inning, which was something that 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 you know the Dodgers just want to see. And like I said, when you have a bigger lead, you have the you know the freedom uh, a little bit at least to, to an extent to see if, if if those situations can play out. Caleb Ferguson came in. He was not good. You know, you know, it seems like, you know, when Caleb, he's been either really good or it seems like it's been kind of a car crash of an outing for him this year. At least that's kind of the perception I had. And going back and researching it, it really hasn't been that way for Caleb Ferguson this year. I mentioned in the last show with Austin, has his numbers outperformed how he's actually pitched? Because if you look at his whip and all that, you know, his whip is, is well over 1.4. But his ERA has been very good. His expected ERA and his FIP are higher than than what his production has actually been, but not by much. Okay, so Caleb Ferguson coming into the last night. Well, first of all, his ERA on the year, 287. Okay, but he did give up the three runs in two-thirds of innings. Also gave up the, you know, Bobby Miller ended up with four runs that, that Caleb Ferguson inherited. So whip on the year, 145, 54 strikeouts, 47 innings. Okay, but Caleb Ferguson on the year, he's gone scoreless. In 44 of his outings, he's not given up a run in 44 outings. Before last night, he had gone scoreless in five in a row. He had gone scoreless in eight out of his last nine. And 23 of his last five outings, Caleb Ferguson had not given up a run. So he had been simply fantastic. He had been, well, dominant, I think, is what you could call those numbers right there. This is only the second time this year that he's given up Three runs in an outing. Of course, three runs is a lot for a reliever. The last time that happened to him was all the way back on June 6th, and he has not given up more than three runs all year. Three is the most he's given up, okay? And he has given up more than one run just four times all year. So when you look at the overall body of work for Caleb Ferguson, it has been really, really, really good. He has been a fantastic pitcher for the Dodgers, it just seems like the times that it's unfolded for him in you know in a way that that hasn't worked out, it just seems like it's stuck out a little bit. But hey, you got to back up, you got to look at the overall process of it, you got to look at the overall season, and when you do that, Caleb Ferguson has been fantastic. So again, the Dodgers drop eight, uh, a decision eight to three, but again, ten and or eight and two in the last ten. Still playing very good baseball, although not hitting the baseball and scoring the way Dodgers fans would like in the last five games. But, hey, that's baseball. So I hope you enjoyed the segment on the L.A. Dodgers. Time now to turn our attention to the minor league action in the system last night. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get right to it, and let's take a trip down on the farm. Gavin Stone got the start last night for AAA Oklahoma City, who were opening up a 12-game homestand 
last night against the Albuquerque Isotopes, who are the AAA affiliates of the Colorado, uh, Colorado Rockies. Old-time Dodgers fans will remember the Albuquerque team there. They used to be the Dukes, and they were the AAA affiliates of the Los Angeles Dodgers for many, many years. But with that altitude, it's hard to tell just how good your prospects are because guys like Jock Peterson can hit 7,000 home runs there in that altitude. So you come to Oklahoma City, you get a little bit heavier air, you get a better judge with a bigger ballpark there in AAA Oklahoma City, get a little bit better judge as far as the power potential of your prospects because the 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 you know just the environment and you know as far as the weather and the atmosphere and the ballparks are a little bit truer as far as reading your prospects and determining just how good they might be but Gavin Stone got the start last night as you're seeing right here and in many ways this was as good as he has thrown all year long he had three strikeouts zero walks okay so no walks for Gavin Stone that's been the issue for him this year has been you know not just control you know control is not keeping the ball in the strike zone but also command command is hey when you're in the strike zone are you actually hitting your spot so hey if it hasn't been control issues it's been command issues when Gavin Stone has struggled this year he had neither last night he had three strikeouts no walks and he was at least at least baseball savant I don't always trust baseball savant because you know it kind of puts the metrics out there as far as hey this pitch dropped this much it turned left this much so it's that pitch not always 100% accurate but it did list Gavin Stone with a big mix of six pitches last night with his cutter thrown the most which is the smaller slider type pitch and he threw his cutter for a strike 60% of the time the four seam fastball hit 94.5 the spin on it was very good. The spin touched as high as 24.56. So that is very, you know, that's a good sign for Gavin Stone that he's spinning the ball, baseball very well. And he threw, there's that cutter pitch. He threw his fastball for a strike 63% of the time. There's another cutter for Gavin Stone as well. So the command on multiple pitches, there's more of a, a kind of a hybrid between a cutter and and a slider there's a good slider for gavin stone so you've seen kind of the difference between the cutter and the slider so the command multiple pitches last night was good he threw seven change-ups he got there's a change-up right there he got three swings and misses plus that foul off on his change-up there's one of the swing and misses on the change-up as well so you've got to see the cutter you got to see the slider you've gotten to see the four seam fastball and you just got to see two change-ups so in a lot of ways one of the best outings of the year in terms of how Gavin Stone threw the ball last night. Yanni Hernandez, hey, he played shortstop last night for Triple Oklahoma City. Bryson Brigman played some shortstop. You know, what used to be Luke Williams until the Dodgers um, moved him moved him off. And then Devin Mann played some until he got traded, you know, to the Royals for Brian Yarbrough. So Yanni Hernandez got the college shortstop last night for Triple Oklahoma City, and he responded. He had two hits. He scored twice, including this hit right here, right off. I used to, when I was, that's the actually where the, the grounds crew stays in the game. That's where they keep all their equipment. When I was on the grounds crew in 2019 to 2020 for Oklahoma City, spent a lot of time in that room watching games and sharpening blades or you name it, washing off the bases, you know, and, and cleaning the bases so they look nice and pretty and white for the next day. Spent a lot of time in that room, so cool to see Yanni Hernandez hit one right off of that wall. He had two hits last night, Yanni Hernandez did, and he has hits in two of his last three games and three of his last five. So Yanni Hernandez, good game last night for AAA Oklahoma City. Speaking of Bryson Brigman, he played left field last night. That just adds to his versatility. He's played a lot of second base, 
A lot of shortstop. Played a good left field. I have a couple of catches of him going up against the wall, jumping up and catching the baseball. Had two hits last night for Triple A Oklahoma City, and I love the way he's able to stay short, stay inside the ball, shoot the thing to right field. I love those type of players. I wouldn't want nine of them in my lineup, but I do like having one or two at the top or bottom just to kind of generate some offense that isn't just solely relied upon power. So I love the type of game Bryson Brigman brings. I like the fact that the – look how short that is, just staying inside of it, just trying to put contact on the ball and using the speed. I like the fact that the Dodgers have brought in more of these type of players. You know, they, they drafted Kendall George. They brought in Bryson Brigman. Jake Vogel's another type player like this. Luke Williams had good speed. Guys that will just hit the baseball, put it in play, and then use speed. These are type of guys that, that the Dodgers can really use. So Bryson Brigman, a, a good night last night. He actually put Oklahoma City in the lead for a brief moment in the bottom of the sixth before they gave up a six spot in the top of the seventh inning. But Bryson Brigman, a good night last night. He's hitting 300 at the AAA level, OPS 774. Jake Reed had another good outing last night for AAA Oklahoma City. And the thing about him, I say it all the time, not unbelievable velo, but great, great movement. And his changeup was his go-to last night. Then his curveball, then his cutter, then sinker slider. So, hey, nothing is straight with Jake with Jake Reed. Nothing moves the exact same. Some pitches move to the right. Some pitches move to the left. Some ride the top of the zone. Some of them tumble. So there's just constant movement with Jake Reed. Jake Reed and his cutter last night had 30 inches of vertical drop to it. So that cutter was a great pitch for Jake Reed, and he had another good outing. I'll be interested to see if he's a player at all as far as getting a promotion up to the major league level, if there's ever a spot open or a situation where the Dodgers, maybe a doubleheader or something like that, where they're looking to add another guy to their their active roster as far as being able to help the major league team. We'll see. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but Jake Reed, he has a unique type of movement to his pitches, and he had a good outing last night for AAA Oklahoma City. Ben Kasperi has got the start last night for AA Tulsa. Boy, he was fantastic. I've mentioned a couple of times that, hey, the results haven't always been just unbelievable for Ben Kasperius, but just hang on because he has been throwing the baseball just fantastically for quite a while right now or as of late. And, you know, he's kind of worked with his mix a little bit to change some things, and, boy, it's really coming out of his hand. Well, he was absolutely electric last night, five and two-thirds innings, Seven strikeouts, no walks, six hits, and just one run given up. He was overpowering at times in terms of being able to pitch backwards and making his 95-96 mile-hour fastball look even faster. Now look at that good breaking ball stuff. And he pitched backwards, so you never know exactly what type of pitch was coming for Ben Kasparius last night in any count. Hey, 3-2 count, 2-2 count, 0-2 count, 2-0 count. He's liable to throw any pitch in any situation, and he was just absolutely electric last night. Again, 5.2 innings, just one run, seven strikeouts, no walks. Robbie Pito came in after him through two and thirds, two thirds innings, gave up three runs, had four strikeouts and a walk, four hits. Kevin Gowdy then finished with two thirds of an inning scoreless for Double A Tulsa. So the pitching was good last night. Tulsa, they won seven to four. They they've been playing better as of late. You know, they got their record back down to 500 with a you know a patch to where they struggled for quite a bit of time. 
Since then, they've been playing good baseball. There are three games over 500 since that mark. They're now three games over 500 for the season at 59 and 56. Josh Stowers, watch this. Kapow. Wow, that is an impressive home run. He has home runs in back-to-back games. If you remember, he hit one in Frisco. This was at Northwest Arkansas. I have been to that stadium, and I can tell you that is a long, long ways away from home plate. That stadium actually is on our way whenever we go to Eureka Springs. So that's a really cool place to play a baseball game. Josh Stewart's had a good game last night. This gave Tulsa a 4 to nothing lead, like I said. Second game in a row, Josh Stewart has hit a home run and third of his last four games with a base hit. So Josh Stowers is starting to play better offense for the double-A Tulsa Drillers. Cody Hosey had two hits last night for double-A Tulsa. Good for him. You know, he had good June. He had a good July. Struggled a touch here to start August. We all know about, you know, the injuries and then just trying to get his offensive game going. So trying to build some momentum to finish strong in August, that would give him three months in a row of good offense that he's played. That would be probably the longest stretch that he's had as far as creating momentum so hopefully he finishes strong here in August. Had a good game last night with two hits. Cody Hosey did, including a double off the center field wall that was hit 102 miles an hour. So Cody Hosey, hopefully he can finish 2023 strong. Great Lakes Loons won 5-2 last night to move their record to 68-46. and So you're seeing here, Yanel Choi, he got the win on the mound, went five innings. So, hey, after all the injuries, it's good to see. Look at that little cutter-type pitch for Choi. That's a really good pitch for him. Hey, talk about a guy that's skilled in moving the baseball. You know, no pitch. No two pitches back-to-back have the same shape. No two pitches back-to-back are the same speed. So it just makes it very difficult for a hitter to just hone in on, hey, where's the ball going to be? How fast is it going to be? You know, Choi is a master at that. Good length last night. The mix was good. Five innings. Gave up just three hits. Just one run. Had four strikeouts and a walk. So it was good to see Yun Il Choi have a really good outing last night. His ERA on the year is 3.04. And last night was tied for the longest outing of the year for Yun Il Choi in terms of innings pitched and then also pitches thrown. So everything is, you know, for the 2021 Minor League Pitcher of the Year in the Dodgers system. Everything is looking on the up and up for Hyun Il Choi. Also, Ronaldo DiPaolo came in and pitched an inning. Scored us. We'll get into that here in a minute. Lucas Webb went an inning and a third. He gave up one run, had no strikeouts and two walks. And then we're going to talk about Benoni Robles, who finished it up with an inning and two-thirds to finish the game last night. Scored us. He had three strikeouts, no walks. And was very impressive. So here is Ronaldo De Paula, who threw a scoreless inning for Great Lakes, and he had two strikeouts, gave up just one hit. De Paula now has gone scoreless in 13 of his last 17 outings. Talked about it several different times. He has the unique motion. It's very difficult to pick up the pitch. He's very athletic, and he's had a good year for the Great Lakes Loons. He's been very, very, very reliable. You can throw him out there, and he'll he'll give you multiple innings. He'll give you everything he's got. So, Ronaldo De Paula, good outing last night. Benoni Robles was super, super impressive. Look at that slider pitch and the late break on that and just the hard late. Can't identify it. And then the four-seam up in the zone. The attitude, you know, just kind of the, the confidence that he pitches with. The aura to him is great. Robles finished the Great Lakes games. It was style, you know, lots of style to it. One and two-thirds innings, he struck out three. He walked nobody, got his 12th save of the season. 
lowered his ERA down to 345. Robles' ERA is just 108, and he has 45 strikeouts in 28.2 innings. This is a guy that is a serious candidate to be a late-inning, high-leverage uh, high type guy, maybe even a closer. But Nani Robles has been put in high-leverage situations. Hey, let's throw him in there, see how he does. And he has responded, so a good outing for Benoni Robles. Rancho Cucamonga Quakes scored one in the first, one in the fourth, and then they opened up a can by scoring sixth in the sixth inning, and then two in the eighth. They won 10-1 to over the Lake Elsinore Storm last night offensively. Josue De Paula was the player of the game offensively. He had four hits, you know, so a great night for him, and an RBI, Theron Lorenzo had a hit as well, including his 19th Double of the season. Jesus Calise, boy, he has been playing fantastic baseball as of late. This is the third Dodgers Daily Podcast, I believe, in a row that he has been on because he has been playing just absolutely great baseball. Two more hits and two RBIs for him. Has his average up to 274. Rain Don Cohn, a great light night last night. Had three hits and an RBI, including home run. Number 14, Luis Rodriguez had a hit. He went one for five. Wilman Diaz went one for four. Jose Izada went one for four. And Sam Mongelli went one for two as well. On the mound, it was a great performance for Christian Romero, who went five innings. He gave up absolutely no runs. Had seven strikeouts and one walk, just two innings. Calvin Ramirez, he, got, he threw two innings scoreless as well. Garrett McDaniels went one and two-thirds innings, gave up just one run, had a strikeout and a walk. And then Fran Castro finished the game last night for a third of an inning and did not give up a run as well. So a good game last night for Rancho Cucamonga. Again, they won 10-1 to to move the record to 61-54 and on the season. So there you have it. I told you it was going to be a busy show today. Lots of action in the system last night. Of course, you'd like to have the wins at the top. You didn't get it, but hey, it is the next day. you got to wake up the next day and play it again. Hopefully the Dodgers can start playing a little bit better offense than they've been doing in the last five games or so. So, hey, we'll do it all again tonight, and we'll see how that goes. Don't forget Dodgers Dogs again tonight, 6 o'clock Pacific. Austin Brubaker will join us for our live show, so join for that. Look out for the notification as well. Also, just a reminder, we are open for business. If you'd like to help Dodgers Daily by sponsoring this podcast, the website at dodgersdaily.net or any of the social media platforms, just DM me, leave a comment, email me at dodgersdaily.net. 73 at gmail.com that's dodgers daily 73 at gmail.com and i can give you all the the pricing list as far as how you could become a sponsor for dodgers daily also don't forget to interact with this video leave a like share it leave a comment and don't forget to turn on your notifications as always i'd like to thank you for tuning in and say go dodgers